0: Hey, y'all, welcome to the Faith In It podcast, where we bridge the gap between spirituality and everyday life. I am your host, LaShonda, and I'll be showing you just how realistic it is to build a vibrant relationship with God. On today's episode, y'all, I am excited. We are going to be discussing how to prepare for the shift. Now, before I recorded this, I had a whole different episode in mind. I had my graphics ready and all, but God said no. And I followed what he gave me after my prayer time this morning. And whole time, this topic has been super relevant to my life. So if you are praying for a shift, you are believing in God for a positive shift in your life. Now is the time to prepare. So go here to get your notebooks ready, girl, because this is an episode with instructions. Now, I always give you all practical tips. But baby, these are instructions. If you don't have a notebook right now, that's cool because you can always come back and listen again. But girl you definitely going to want to take notes after you listen to this episode. Okay, so y'all already know when God gave me the topic, y'all know me being me, I wanted to look these words up and the words that he gave me. So first I started with shift and I've heard that word. I know we all heard that word, but I wanted to look up the definition for clarity, especially since God changed the whole episode and wanted me to talk about this. When I looked up the definition, shift said to move or to cause to move from one place to another, especially over a small distance a slight change in position, direction, or tendency, or one or two or more recurring periods in which different groups of workers do the same jobs in relay. So I was just thinking about the the beginning part of that. Uh when you're moving from one place to the next. So I'm just like, okay, God, like what's going on? Like, what is this shift that's that's going on? I'm, I'm not sure, but I heard God today say prepare for the shift. Then I went back to look up prepared because if you're anything like me, I am sure you may feel like you be preparing all the time and then get in situations and probably don't feel prepared at all. And that's okay because God is working on all of us. Even in making this episode, God showed me, regardless of my preparation, we're still on His time. So When I looked up the word prepare, it says to make something ready for use or consideration. The second definition was to make something by a reaction or a series of reactions. And lastly, to prepare says to be willing to do something. So as we're getting prepared for this shift, God gave me the three points that he wanted us to focus on. And that is for us to shift our mouth, shift our thoughts and shift our minds. Now. I don't know about y'all, but them three points right there, it sound like God is getting us together. Shift that mouth, your thoughts, and your mind, that's everything that your life is flowing from. We already know that the word tells us that life and death is in the power of the tongue, but to get a little bit more specific with different scriptures, I wanted to bring your attention to these four. One is Romans 10 and 10. It says, for it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you profess your faith and you are saved. Right there, that's giving us an example of a shift. You're going from being unsaved to saved because it says it is with your mouth that you profess your faith and you are saved. So we need to start shifting our mouth to talk about the stuff that we wanna see in our lives. We don't need to be complaining. We don't need to be talking about what used to be and what could have been. We need to focus on what we are trying to profess in our life and let that come out of our mouth. Luke 6 and 45 says, A good man brings good things out of the good stored up in his heart and an evil man brings evil things out of the evil stored up in his heart for the mouth speaks what the heart is full of. So that's the point to check yourself, sis. I'm not calling nobody evil or nothing like that. But when we think about the stuff that we say, we have to understand that that is a reflection of our heart. And it's OK if you're going through, you know, a rough period, but you still need to shift your mouth into that next atmosphere that you are trying to um, go into with God. We don't need to only talk about what it is that we have going on right now. If you're not in a good space, Proverbs 21 and 23 tells us whoever keeps his mouth and tongue keeps himself out of trouble. Those who guard their mouths and tongues keep themselves from calamity. So if you're in a situation where that is less than ideal and you know that you're already feeling some type of way, it's probably best that you shift your mouth. Either shift it and just close it or just begin to speak positive things over the situation and pray and use your mouth in that way so that you can shift your atmosphere. I was listening to that song this morning, speaking to the atmosphere, and it was just really ministering to my spirit about the things that we need to be talking about in our space, in our homes, you know, professing the word of God over ourselves, even so, so that we can be empowered. Ephesians 4 and 29 says, now don't trip me up on this one, y'all, but this is what the word says. And this is something that I know I'm working on as well. It says, don't use foul or abusive language. Let everything you say be good and helpful so that your words will be an encouragement to those who hear them. That's the gossip, sus. That's the nonsense, sus. That's just talking down on anybody and anything that people are doing unnecessarily. Think about that. Let your words be an encouragement to those who hear them. You hear your own words. Shift your mouth so that you can be encouraged by what you say. Shift your mouth so that other people can be encouraged by what you say. If you ever had a bad day and somebody just maybe sent you a text or you may have read something or you have heard something that lifts you up, use your mouth to do the same thing so that it can be an encouragement to those who hear them. And James 3 and 10 says, out of the same mouth come praise and cursing. My brothers and sisters, this should not be. If we are looking to shift our atmosphere and we are looking to shift, prepare for this shift, we need to shift our mouth so that we're not talking about the things that once were. We're not talking about only the things that's going on. We're praying and we're praising God and we're thanking him and we're believing in him for the things that's to come. Now, let's go ahead and tap into shifting your mind and your thoughts. So after I wrote these points down, I'm like, okay, God, well, wait, what's the difference? And I didn't want to change it because. Those were the instructions that I got. So I went ahead and I looked it up so I can understand it a little bit more clearly. And when I looked up what is the difference between your mind and your thoughts, I found an article on LinkedIn from Dr. Caroline Leaf, who is a neuroscientist and a mental health advocate. And she's also the author of the book, Cleaning Up Your Mental Mess. She said, the mind is made up of trillions and trillions of thoughts. A thought is a real physical thing that occupies mental real estate in the brain and mind. A thought is built into the brain as you use your mind. That is, as you think, feel, and choose. She said, oh, come on, a neuroscientist, somebody who was studying this stuff, y'all. She said a thought is a real physical thing that occupies mental real estate in the brain and mind. We say affirmations. We say prayers. We think things. We may worry about things. Those things are real physical things. Think about something. You can think about something and your whole body feels something. So I know when they say a thought is a physical thing. So getting into shifting your thoughts, we need to focus on Philippians 4 and 8. It says, finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy. Think about such things. Nine says, whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put it into practice and the peace of God will be with you. That's a shift. We need to focus on what's true, what's noble, what's right, what's pure. We may be in situations that are less than ideal. We may be dealing with some things that could be bogging us down, but we need to shift our thoughts to think about what is true. What's true? The word of God. What God tells us about ourselves is true. We are fearfully and wonderfully made. We should not be afraid because God is with us. So shift our thoughts to things that are lovely, admirable, things that are praiseworthy. Think about those things. And then the things that we have heard and the thoughts that we got from the Lord, we need to put those into practice, not just being hearers of the word, but doers of the word as well. And the shift is right here. It says, and the God of peace will be with you. Second scripture on shifting your thoughts. And this one, this one ate me up, y'all. Because this is something I've dealt with and I knew God was coming for me on this one. Luke 6 and 37 says, do not judge and you will not be judged. Do not condemn and you will not be condemned. Forgive and you will be forgiven. Baby, something, come on now. You ain't never just read the word and it read you fulfilled. I read this before and back then I was in a... I was in a a totally different space and when I read this I just looked at it like okay but as you grow and as you learn do not judge and you will not be judged this even goes for self-judgment now just in my experience self-judgment can keep us in places that we shouldn't be we have to remember that we have God's grace and mercy so if we make a mistake and we're judging ourselves We're not really accepting God's grace and his mercy. We might even feel judged because we're judgmental. So if you constantly feel like people judging you and thinking this and thinking that, maybe you need to check yourself and shift your thoughts because the word tells us do not judge and you will not be judged. And I believe that's for me. Like, I believe it. Even if it is a harsh judgment, we can all think about The way, you know, think that the way we want to do something is best and when somebody do something different, a little judgment might creep in and that's normal. That's human. But we have to be intentional about shifting our thoughts. Let our thoughts not be judgmental so that we don't feel like we're constantly being judged. If you look back on your life in different situations, think about some stuff that you've judged in the past. You probably wasn't even right. I know I haven't been and I know I've been wrong and my judgment has been off. So we just need to stop and we need to shift. The latter part of that said, forgive and you will be forgiven. We can't be walking around with bitterness. We can't be walking around with resentment. We can't do that. As Christians, as women of God, we need to focus on forgiving. The forgiveness, I know y'all already here. Forgiveness is for us, not for the other person. And forgiveness does not mean that you have to forget. Active forgiveness. When something just makes you feel away, just pray and ask God. Lord, help me to forgive. God, I'm struggling with this. Help me to forgive. Forgive, forgive others and forgive yourself. That's the way that we can shift our thoughts. When you're sitting in unforgiveness, you're sitting in resentment, bitterness, strife, judgment, and that's just not a place that you want to be. Now, having discernment is one thing. I know you're thinking about, okay, what if I'm trying to judge situations? That's one thing. But to be passionate judgment is another thing. So we need to shift our thoughts and continue to think on what's true, what's noble, what's right, what's pure. Stop the judgment. Stop the condemnation of yourself and other people. Forgive yourself. Forgive other people. And you, too, will be forgiven. Lastly, I want to focus on shifting your mind. Earlier this year, God put me in Colossians. And have you all ever just prayed or just, you know, asked God a question and maybe you sleep or maybe you pray and you just hear a, a random word? I remember this years ago when I when I had heard the word Habakkuk. I think I'm saying that right. But I'm like, what is this word? I looked it up and I was in a terrible place with my job. Y'all just complaining, 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 complaining. Feeling like God didn't hear me. And when I opened it up, that book was about somebody crying out to God, complaining, telling them, telling God. You don't hear me. How can this stuff be going on? How How can we be experiencing all this injustice? You don't hear what we're saying? And that book got me together. So anytime I hear a book that God is putting me in, I'm going to it. So when I read the book of Colossians, this book was um, talking about putting on your new self in Christ, and it was so timely for me. But when I think about shifting our mind, Colossians 3 and 2 says, set your mind on things that are above and not on things that are of this earth. So when you're talking about putting on your new self, shifting, preparing for a shift, shifting into a new atmosphere, we need to set our minds on things that are above, things that are of God, things that are in the word not the things of this earth, we can get so caught up, so caught up in the quote unquote wisdom of this earth. And we don't need to focus on that. We need to set our mind on things that are above. First Peter one thirteen 13 14 says, therefore, preparing your minds for actions and being sober minded, set your hope fully on the grace that will be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. As obedient children, do not be conformed to the passions of your former ignorance. We can't be conformed to the stuff that we used to know. We can't think just because something worked in the past, it's going to work now. As you're shifting and you're moving, you're going to have to shift your mind so that you can keep up with the things that are coming to you. You can't handle new situations with old thinking. So we need to prepare our minds for action. Like this says, prepare your minds for that newness. Romans 12 and 2 tells us, Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Not self-help books, not anything else. Let God do it. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. And we allow God to transform us by changing the way we think. The shift is we'll learn to know God's will for us, which is good and pleasing and perfect. When you are really getting in tune with God, you may think you want a thing. I know y'all seen that post like, thank God I didn't get what I thought I wanted. You may think you want a thing, but when God starts to transform you, he will change the way you think. And then you will learn to know God's will. What does God want for you? And trust me, it's way better than what you thought you wanted for you. And last but not least, I wanted to bring our attention back to Philippians 4, 6 through 7. As we're going through this shift, I know it can cause some anxiety. Um, I know it can be like, okay, God, what's the shift? What's coming? What's going on? We need to focus on this scripture. It tells us, do not worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all that he has done. That's going back to shifting our mouth, being grateful, shifting our thoughts, telling God what it is that. You know, we're thinking about praying about everything, praying about our thoughts, praying about our mind, praying about our mouth. Tell God what you need and thank him for what he has done. The shift right here. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. You can see the mindset shift here. This verse tells us to shift our mind already. Don't be anxious about anything. We are in this world and we are constantly anxious about so, so much. For myself, I have dealt with a great deal of anxiety about the future, about the past, about the present, about random stuff. But this scripture is shifting us. It tells us to shift. Don't worry about anything. Don't be anxious about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Shift your mind from worrying to praying. That's the shift right there. And once you do so, even though we may have every reason to be anxious, The shift that comes after we do that is then, then, right there, that word then, y'all, it's moving, it's shifting. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. So I am just praying and praying and praying that this episode has blessed you. I have a couple of songs that I'll link in the show notes to help you all as you're thinking about your mind with this. Keep in mind, as we focus and prepare for this shift, we need to shift our mouth. We need to shift our thoughts and we need to shift our mind. I don't know where y'all live at, but where I live at, the seasons are changing and we're getting prepared for a shift in Chicago. We're getting prepared for the fall. So I know seasons change. All of us have different seasons in our lives. And I'm just praying that this season that's to come is better than those that were to pass. So I pray that this episode has blessed you. If it did, please go ahead and leave a review. Share this on your social media. Put your friends on. It's time to Get ready for the shift. Bookmark this episode. Listen to it again if you didn't have your notebook. Listen to it again. Play it back. Study those scriptures if you need to. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Faith in It podcast. Be sure to follow us on socials as she's faith in it. If you want to connect with me, you can follow me at Lashonda Tania. I'll leave those in the show notes as well. I love y'all so, so much. And I'll talk with y'all on next week's episode.